הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבדורנו לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדוש ומשבר ארצמה. הוא יבחר לרבנו הקדוש צדיק ישוד עולם נחן נובע מכוחו חכמה רבנו נחמן מפגם את שמחה. נא נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל ישראל אמן. And now Rabbeinu is going to explain. All rejoicing, Hemrak Bishatan, is only transient. It's only for a moment. Okay, going for example, the Mashal. Let's bring the parable. Whether it's the joy of a wedding or a Brit Milah, the Simcha is only for a moment. And if you look at the end, there's literally no happiness in the world. Because the man's end is, what is brought down in Barachot 17? Yeah, everything leads to death. And um, there is no simcha technically because it's never forever. But if you look at the end of the end, then you have something to be very happy about. Because at the end of all things, meaning a person's purpose, a person's reason why he's here, who told me it's very good. Now Rabban was explaining a very deep idea in which you can start to look at the, this world and start to find things of happiness, even in little holiness, whether you do this mitzvah or that. But, Rabbeinu is saying, a person's essential simcha comes from that which is, is his purpose. Because if you look at the end of all things, then you have something to be very happy about. And then once you look at the end of all things, and you have something to be, this is eternal happiness, then it gets translated into the mitzvot and simcha, etc. But if you just look at the actual Uh, let's say, for example, the wedding or the Brit Milah, then within the actual Brit Milah, when you are happy, it's just for a moment. But afterwards, you can get into problems with work and this and that, and it won't last. But Rabban was saying, if you look at your eternal purpose, then you have something to be very happy about. Because at the end of all things, with, with regard to a person's takhlit, when you look at the end of what you're here to do, when you look at your purpose, why you are here, this is very good. This is only with regard to the side of the soul. This is only applicable to the soul. That from the side of the soul, that according to the soul's perspective, death is very good. That when God was creating the world, He used the language of and it was very good in His eyes. What is very? Uh, this refers to the Yetzirah. That the, the word very over there with regard to God, is a reference to Yetzirah, to the evil side. To the evil inclination. Because now Rabban is explaining why. Because from the side of the soul, it is very good. Because Meaning the Yetzara also is very good. Why? Because through the Yetzara, through the evil inclination, we, it enables us to serve God. And with that, we're actually able to come to our true purpose, to our good purpose. So Rabban was saying that, actually, and we know this, um, that you should serve Hashem with all your your hearts, in plural, why your hearts? Because there's two 
Um, there's two inclinations in the heart: the good inclination, and the bad inclination. I Meaning, we have to serve Hashem bishnei with both of our inclinations, the good and the bad. And actually, the evil inclination enables us to actually attain our purpose, to attain that ultimate end goal. However, one who's a tzaddik. Even a tzaddik whose body is completely pure and holy, then he too can be happy even with his body as well, not just the spiritual, but also the physical. Even if he looks at the end of all things, because of the fact that his body too is pure and holy, because his body too has been sanctified to be an aspect of the soul. Chapter 56, I trusted in God. What can mortal flesh do to me? What did that mean? Meaning that the flesh, meaning the body, it cannot do any damage to him. Even my flesh rests securely. Meaning because of his because of his trust in God. As he said, and here the language, because of his trust in God, his flesh rests securely. That the tzaddik is certain that even for the body will be good for him as well. Even for the body it's good too. Now he can be happy even with his body as well, not just his soul, but everything. Even if he looks at the end. Because at the end, literally the body decomposes and everything. But when a person is so attached to Hashem and trust God, that literally the flesh rests securely too. That the flesh, the flesh also has trust in God. That it's also good for the body, for the flesh. But one whose body is not so pure, specifically a convert, that even though Rabbanu says his soul is extremely lofty, even though his, nonetheless his body has been formed by a, an impure drop of seed. And how is it possible to change this? Nimta. We find So we see that the result of all this is that specifically a person, a man, whose body isn't super holy, specifically a convert, it's forbidden, it's, it's not forbidden, God forbid, it's impossible for him to be happy with his body when he looks at the end of all things. And this is what it says, that Yitro was elated over all the good. What does that mean? That Yitro was happy over all the good. Perush is the explanation as well. That even when he considered beyond the good. What does that mean? Meaning beyond the good. And this is what it says. Upon all the good or beyond the good. Above and beyond the good. Even though he looked at this. Meaning beyond the good. Meaning what is beyond the good? At the end. The eternal why a person the eternal purpose. Nonetheless, he was very happy. Because from the side of the soul, even when you look at the end, for the soul it's very good because he recognizes this. But what did it say about Yitro? That it says in the in the Gemara Sanadrin that Yitro elated over all the good, meaning his soul was extremely happy when he looked towards its end. But the body, the flesh, Created goosebumps, as we said in the Gemara Sanhedrin. Why? That his flesh created chidudin, chidudin, besarodaika, and that no goof meaning his flesh, his body. Because of the fact that he was a convert, lo heya simchato begufok shistekel lasof kanan, his body um, could not attain this happiness when he looked at it, when it looked at its end because it wasn't so pure. 
וזהו נעשה בשרו חיוני חיוני בשרו דעה קקנה. And this is why it says in the verse, his flesh became uh, goosebumps. Why? Why did it say in the, what did it say in the verse? בשרו דעה קקנה. It specifically used the word flesh. Or sorry, in the, in the Gemara Sanedrin. That in that phrase it says, His flesh became goosebumps. Because the flesh could not find that simcha. That's it for this lesson. Torah Lamedaled. We're actually going to give another lesson. Torah Lamedaled. Which is actually on the same idea. exalted over all the good. כי אצר סתם, נער רבנו זה נגיד בדיפרן אינטרפרטיישן, אבל זה מה כי אצר סתם בני אדם, אין אני שמחה של כל הטובות ביחד. For the average, the average person, he doesn't rejoice in all types of good at once. כי יש חילוטים רבים בעניין השמחה, because there's many divisions with regard to happiness. למשל, let's bring an example. כשבאים על חתונה יש מי ששמח מן האכילה שאוכל. When a person comes to the wedding, there's one who's happy over the food that he's eating. דגים, ובשר, פיש, מיט, etc. ויש אחד person ששמח מן הכלזמה, who's happy from the music. Or the instruments, and there are those who are happy with other things, etc., etc. There's someone who's happy from the wedding in itself, meaning the in-laws, like the in-laws who aren't paying attention to the food and the drink, they're only happy from the wedding in itself, etc. The, the divisions are many and many. But there's not a person who can be happy. Simultaneously with all those things. And even one who's happy with all those things that we mentioned above. Nonetheless, that simcha, that happiness, doesn't come from the from the from all those things simultaneously. It's from one thing at its time, but not all at once. Only he can only be happy with one thing after the next in its proper time. Meaning, when he's eating, he's going to be happy over the eating. When he's at the wedding, he's going to be happy at the wedding. When he, when he, he sees the chatuna, he's going to be happy that they're getting married, etc., etc. Gam Yashechad, Rabbanu says it's also a person, who has no happiness at all. Not from the food, the drink, nor from anything else. But Rabban, on the contrary, he has pain and envy. That he's envious of the match. Because this one married and made a match with this other one. But the perfection and the greatness of this joy is what? Oh, what is the greatness and perfection of all joy? One who is able to merit happiness from all those good things simultaneously. And this is only possible if a person looks up above upon all the good. Meaning if it's impossible unless you are able to gaze above all the good. Meaning if you look at the root that from that root all those good things protrude from. And spread from. In the root, everything is one. Before all the joys separate, it's all one in that root. And when you look at that root, and when you're gazing at that root, and you're gazing at that root, you can be happy uh, with all those things simultaneously. And then this person's simcha will be from all those good things. Together. And now the happiness will be very great and will radiate with great light. Because of the, because now that you've encompassed and all those small happy things intermingle with one another, one within its friend, the greatness of that light of happiness grows greater and greater and greater. And therefore, the more that the numerous types of joy intermingle 
within one another. That light of happiness grows and is added more and more and more and more. Because that greatness, the greatness of that light increases very much. As a result of each joy shining to its companion. And the more joys that intermingle with one another and are encompassed within one another, that light of shining, that radiant light, shines greater and greater and it gets added and more and more. Therefore, when the happiness of all those good things are encompassed within one another together, then that light of happiness is very big through the multitude of that shining from one happiness to its next and from that happiness to its friend, etc., etc. This is what it says in the verse, that Yitro was elated over all the good, meaning what? That Yitro was happy with all the things simultaneously. This is why it says that Yitro was elated upon all the good. Because Yitro was able to look up at the root of all the good, he was able to look above all the good. Meaning the source. That in that source, all the good is one over there. And there all those rejoicing, um, all that rejoicing, all those happy things are encompassed within one another. And this is how Yitro was able to be happy over all the good things together. Torah Lamed 35. Those who study Torah, it is fitting for them to know the future, to know future occurrences, future events. This is what it says in Tehidim. Uh, I gained knowledge of Kedem, of old, of ancient things. Meaning Meaning that I know before what will happen. I know before something will happen. And how? What does it say in the verse? I gained knowledge of old uh, from your testimonies. What's the test- ultimate testimony? It's the Torah. Meaning, how do you gain knowledge of future occurrences? How do you know something before it actually happens? From the Torah, from the testimonies. Torah Once a book. Um, once a book is made from all those lofty Torahs, all those lofty lessons that are very, very wondrous, after it becomes a book, it has layers of covers and concealments, which obscure and hide the clear and amazing light of that book. And the book cover alone obscures Light, and um, this is very deep in itself. How each and every page, and the the cover alone of the book, in itself um, provides a covering for the actual light which this book is trying to give off. And um, once this book is is made with all these lofty Torah ideas, um, once the second it becomes a book, there's literal concealments hiding that light, so that a person who who Be'emet only looks into it with uh, as Rabbeinu says in the beginning of Likudem Moran, Rabbi Natan writes that uh, the condition for this book is one who really genuinely desires the truth and uh, who isn't sophisticated and doesn't try to pick apart holes in the book and arguments. 
that only one who is genuine and sincere can attain the light of this book. So, may we merit to actually attain the words that Rabbeinu is teaching us here in uh, these lessons, and uh, God willing, truly attain simcha uh, be'emet, and uh, to look at our purpose, our eternal purpose, to know the, the future events through the Torah, and um, apply the words of Rabbeinu be'emet na'amito.